Hey guys, welcome back to Talk Tennessee, and today, do I have a lot to talk about with you guys. So grab your covers, and let's get straight into this. So firstly, Rogers Cup in Toronto. A massive congratulations to Rafa Nadal, winning his 33rd Masters 1000 title. Now that gives him a total of 50 titles, which is honestly amazing. Like, I watched the final, and I watched some of the semi-finals, and his second or first round match against Benoit Pair and Nadal was just literally on fire and I'm also pleased to say that he was on a break this week he's not playing Cincinnati so that gives him time so he's prepping for the US Open which is going to be great hopefully he does well in there but I, by the form he's getting at he's going to play really well so excited for that second is Stefan Tsitsipas we have to give it up to him he played amazingly last week just absolute amazing game honestly don't know how he did it but amazing so he had a he is now at a new ranking a career high of number 15 which is awesome coming from like 50 80 something in the rankings at the beginning of the year to number 15 he beat four top 10 players in one week and is the youngest ever I think to do that so he lost in terms of Cincinnati he's not he lost that, and I think he's also lost in his doubles with Artem Sitak, who's one of his mates. Apparently, in his first round match against Goffin, which he lost yesterday, he was a bit frustrated at the end as, you know, he wanted to keep going, but I, in my head, said this, that he is going to burn out, and I'd rather him burn out now than burn out at a Grand Slam where he can do some amazing, like, absolute damage, so... At least he has a break this week and he can go to New York and prepare, like absolutely prepare, 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 prepare for an amazing two weeks. Hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, at the US Open. But I'm looking forward to his seeing how he develops. And honestly, as you guys know, I'm a massive Stefan Tsitsipas fan. So just seeing him grow and develop and just get that recognition is always as good and there was a lot of shade there was a lot of stuff that I was seeing and I was like when did you become a Stefano Tsitsipas like Tsitsipan like when when it all like where are all these fans coming from but you know at the end of the day we have to deal with that and I have a question for you guys how do you guys feel about people jumping on the bandwagon and now claiming that they're fans of certain players when players do well so like this week well, like last week, how we saw with Stefanos doing amazingly in Rogers Cup. And then all these people saying, I'm fans of Stefanos. I love Stefanos all this time. Like, I've always been a Stefanos fan. It's just this, 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 this. Like, if you... Not saying that you have to be a fan from the beginning. I wasn't a fan from, like, following him from junior's years. But, like, don't flip-flop is what I'm trying to say. How do you guys feel about it? Let me know in the comments as well. Anyway, moving on. Sasha's Zverev who, again, has some shade with him as well, but we'll get to that in a second. He met uh, Stefanos last week and lost in Rogers Cup, and the week before Rogers Cup, they also met again with Sasha once, so it's kind of like a revenge state. But I guess there was some controversy, and this is where the tea comes in, where it was the match in Rogers Cup that they played together, and Sasha called the match pathetic. And Sasha, there's a video surfacing and there's the transcript of the press conference where Sasha is stating that he thinks the match was pathetic because they both didn't play as well as they could. Like, it wasn't as entertaining a match as you would expect for two youngsters to really fight it out. 
let's say, and people and the media were twisting it and saying that Sasha was calling Stefanos pathetic, when really he was calling the match pathetic, not that way. And he was kind of, and Sasha's very honest, that's one thing that I love about him, he's so honest with the media, he's very honest with everyone, he doesn't lie and he tells it straight up as it is and he was very truthful in that interview and even Stephanos was both very truthful about the whole game that they don't feel that they played their best it wasn't the best match that they could give and definitely they had some moments where it was just absolute madness but at the end of the day that's what happened a lot of people I saw about this whole pathetic thing were feeling some type of way on Twitter and on social media and it's just like the media always twist and turn what people say to make it look like a bad guy and I feel like with Sasha since he's so honest and he's very I guess comes off across as arrogant or ignorant they kind of twist it so it's making him look like the bad guy and people were just feeling very attacked for him I don't know people were just feeling some type of way about that with Sasha and I'm just like yes fair enough but like you know let's just take a chill pill and like he didn't mean to say it and some people were getting offended I know some Stephanos fans were like what what the heck what is Sasha saying but it's just like you just have to give them the benefit of the doubt because I don't think Sasha would never say anything to hurt another player like that and if you guys don't know they are not Sasha and Stephanos are not friends they are acquaintances I guess you could say and the reason like I in my head they're not two people who I'd see hanging out a lot of the time on the tour just because they're not that close and they're very different personalities so yeah and the reason for that Sasha said multiple times when people like how do you feel about Stefanos Tsitsipas how you're playing Stefanos um what's your impression of him and all that kind of stuff it's kind of just like Sasha always says that you know even though like Sasha's only a year older than Steph and they would have been coming up in juniors at the same time but because of the fact that Sasha has an older brother and Sasha hang out with older people all the time and all the older boys he didn't really hang out with any of the younger guys like Steph and all that stuff so he doesn't really feel that same connection and same brotherhood and friendship that those boys do with one another than he does with all his friends so it's kind of just like and I think I talked about this in my next gen podcast where I was saying how there's two sides to the next gen there's the older next gen boys and there's the younger next gen boys and the younger ones are like Dennis Felix, Steph, all that kind of stuff. And then you have the older ones who came out together. That's the Nasi, Sasha, Nick, um, Nick, Karen, all those people. So it's kind of just, it's very different. And Daniel Medvedev, all those guys. So it's very different for them. So yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. People still kind of pawn them off on each other. And it's just like, just leave them alone. We know they're not... We know they're not best friends, but, like, they're still acquaintances and they're still friendly with one another, which is awesome. Also, happy birthday to Stephanos. I forgot to say this in my little Stephanos bit, but happy birthday. He turned 20 the day of the final. So, happy birthday, Stephanos. Amazing. We love you so much and we just wish you the best and wish you many more birthdays to come. Moving on to another boy who had their birthday in Rogers Cup, Felix he played so well and I'm so proud of him and he has such a bright future. Felix turned 18 on the day of the second round match, I think. Which was honestly insane. So congratulations to Felix on that and he just played some amazing matches and sadly him and Dennis didn't do as well as they wanted in doubles, but that's totally fine. Like we all we're all cool with that. We just loved the experience of having those two together and honestly it was just so great. 
to see all that happening and Dennis and him lost actually lost to Anderson and Djokovic who are playing in the Lever Cup which I'm going to talk about at the end of this so stay tuned if you want to hear about some of that stuff um moving on to the challenger tour as you guys know i'm a big advocate for people watching the challenger tour and i am insisting on putting little snippets of challenger tour stuff in every podcast so this week's one is just a basic rundown of what the ones i was talking about last week and if you watched last week's if you listened to last week's watch if you listened to last week's episode it was basically a pod it was basically an entire podcast basically on challenger tour and talking about the challenges that are happening in those events so the champions of those weeks were Alex Paparin, who played in Jinan in Asia, and he won his first singles title, which is absolutely amazing. Congratulations to Alexi Paparin. He is an Australian. Um, I think he's a Greek-Australian. I'm not quite sure his mix, but he's definitely Australian. He's one of the Australian younger boys, younger than... Alex Demonor, if you guys heads up with that, he is, I think he's the youngest Aussie coming up at the moment, so that's really good. The good thing about his match is that he came from qualifying all the way to win the title, and he's playing in Korea this week, so if you want to check him out, check out the Korean challenger that's playing, you will definitely watch some of Alexi's matches I'm not sure if he's still in I will check that for you guys and I'll probably post it if I do find him still in the tournament but definitely just congratulations Alexi that's awesome for you and then just someone who I've been mean to for the last couple of podcasts the Nasi he took out two titles in Aptos California he took out the singles and the doubles with Matty Reed, and it was absolutely amazing to see him back at top form and just getting back at that and um it was pretty funny because the whole week him and Matt him and Matty Reed were just um described as finessing or like being joking about the whole doubles thing and they were wearing if you guys didn't watch the matches or you saw the photo that both of them posted they had donut socks and then I think the Nasi had a pair of eggplant socks and there was some polls that he did on Instagram and social media where they were saying eggplant or donut socks, which socks should they wear? And they went with the donut socks for the final, which was pretty funny. But I'm glad to see them both having fun and him having a laugh and just doing well. You know, he is one of my favourites, second to Stefan Ross, and I do genuinely love the Nasi. like don't, because I'm harsh on him is because I love him like it's tough love genuinely tough love but he deserved the win and I can't wait to see what he's doing this week he is playing in Vancouver and he played his match this morning or afternoon wherever you are in the world so that will be good to see I haven't seen the results I'm not quite sure I was watching the Mark Pullman's and Max Purcell doubles match and his match was before that one so I didn't see the score to how the Nazis match go but I will check that out and I will leave that on Instagram or wherever you guys follow me to check it out or you guys can just go to your ATP scoring app which is really good I highly recommend not the ATP scoring app yeah it is the ATP ATP and WTA official scoring app that's what you guys should go look at. Um, you guys know how I talked about the next gen ATP finals account on Instagram. Oh, so I should just say social media account. And they're back at it again. 
they this week I it was they do they posted the weekly schedule I was checking this is before so I checked the weekly schedule before I had checked the draws on the app so I was like oh that's funny none of the boys are like none of my boys are playing why is that I found it very weird and interesting that I couldn't see. Like, Max Purcell wasn't there. Mark Pullmans wasn't there. Don't think the Nasi was there. Like, very few boys were on there. And I'm like, that's weird. I thought they were all going to Vancouver because I'd seen Max had posted an Instagram story saying he's going to Vancouver. Coover. I was very confused. And then I went on to the draw and I was like, oh, no, they actually are playing those tournaments. So that happened. And also the fact that I went when I checked the weekly schedule, someone, I think three people had commented under the weekly schedule, like commented on the post, where is this person, where is this person, where is this person, so ATP Next Gen finals account, please get it together, I've told you guys this, I've called you out, many people are commenting and saying where are their faves, so just get it sorted out please, because I'm sick of it and I shouldn't have to go out of my way to specifically go and open another tab and see the draw when you guys are providing this service. Like, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but it just, I was just like, okay. Obviously, you didn't get our message, so we're just going to say it again, and we're going to keep saying it until you guys get it right. So let's, come on, ATP, come on. Get it together, okay? So finally, talking about Cincinnati, so... There is no Roger. I mean, so, so, no Roger. Roger is there. My bad. Darth Roger, as they've been calling it, I've been seeing it on Twitter. There is no Rafa. Rafa's on a break, but Roger is back, so that's what's happened. And first up, I'm going to talk about some of the matches that I have seen that were really funny. Not funny, but just really great. And then we're going to go into Labour Cup. So, first off, another next-gen battle, and this was an unbelievable match. Shapovalov versus TFO, and these boys, honestly, I feel like Francis is a little underrated, and he's underloved and appreciated. We love you, Francis, TFO. We genuinely love you. You are so amazing, and you are loved. Like, his fans are the best thing. But his match, him and Dennis's match, so three sets, I think two tie breaks, and then it was 7-5 in the last one to Dennis. Absolutely amazing. Some of the shots I was seeing, I was like cr- absolutely crazy, like honestly crazy. Just absolute, like next-gen battles are always my favourite matches to watch because sometimes it's either it can go either two ways. Either they fight it out and it's a really tough match, or one of them just completely bowls over the other. So you never know what's going to happen. But it's always a good time. And I like if you guys watch any matches at the US Open. And I hope they have some next gen battles. If there's some next gen battles. Or even any tournament. Just look out for the next gen battles. Because they're always amazing. Next is Stan Winker and Dennis. Dennis. Dagger Schwartzman. What is wrong with my head today? Like I can't even talk. So Stan Winker and Dennis Schwartzman's match. They played, I think Stan won in straight sets, if I'm not, if I'm correct. I'm not quite sure. I have to double-check that. But amazing for Stan. This is his, I think, some second match that he's won throughout the year, and this is playing amazingly. So congratulations to Stan. Hopefully this gives him good momentum. And also congratulations to Stan for getting a wild card into the US Open. So that is awesome. 
suspiciously, Andy Murray does not have a wild card in as well. So I am kind of, hmm, interesting about that. But Stan has made it in and that's awesome for him. Also, Stan has been actively supporting Donna and I think that is so cute. I saw some photos from Montreal where Donna was last week and he was in the stands watching her. So that was really cute to see. So congratulations to them on that. So, Grigor Dimitrov is back, and um, he is playing Misha's very. They played today, actually, and I think the match is going on as I speak, so I hope you guys are watching it. But I, obviously, I should have filmed and recorded this yesterday, so it can be, like, before. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, or if you have seen it, I think, I think when I checked the score, it was both had one set all so it's a pretty close match but both of them were doing really well and I was going to say it was going to be an interesting matchup definitely rooting for Misha he's got the baby on the way soon I think the baby is a couple of weeks to go from my calculations I was like somewhere in September so maybe the second week of US Open or like early September early US Open kind of a thing I'm not sure if his wife is traveling with him or she's back home not sure of the situation, but congratulations to Misha in advance, whatever happens. Um, Dimitrov is back in form. It's weird to see him play because I haven't seen him play for so long. And when he does play, he doesn't do very well. So I just hope he gets his form back and he actually is a contender to compete for a Grand Slam because he is one of those people that you would expect to have a Grand Slam or to be competing at that top level because I think it was US, uh, not US Open, Australian Open where he made semi-finals and stuff and everyone was expecting him to go further but he just didn't he just didn't make the cut so that's kind of sad and then lastly David Ferrer and Benoit Pair. Benoit Pair is honestly crazy he is ridiculous and his tantrum I think was it Toronto it must have I think it was Toronto where he played Marcus Bagdadis and he had like the tantrum of the cent I think it's tantrum of the century. They even showed it like here in New Zealand, they showed it on the news. That's how bad it was. I just I couldn't stop laughing, but like I love Perry and I love Benny Pear. He's awesome. Though I don't love the blonde hair and Gasquet has the blonde hair as well. So um someone needs to go back to their hairdresser and get their money back. But you know. Other than that, I think it was amazing and if you guys don't know, David Ferrer is retiring next year in Madrid or Barcelona or somewhere in his hometown in Spain, which is honestly so tragic because he is, he's a definite, he's a family favourite in our house. He's so, like, we all love David Ferrer. He's like the Energizer Bunny, that's his nickname we call him. So it's going to be sad to see him go, but also he has his beautiful son, Leo, I think. His beautiful son, Leo, I'm not sure on the name, but his beautiful son and like all we like he's had an amazing career and I wish he could win a grand like my wish for him is if he won a grand slam. But we're not sure how that's gonna go. But just rooting for him, like he's honestly my like my favourite out of the Spanish Armada. One of my favourites. I love genuinely love him. But yeah, and then onto the women's, we had Serena versus Petra, and congratulations to Halep for winning in Montreal, amazing, and then Simone, Simone, Simone for doing an amazing job as well there in the final, just awesome. Um, in terms of the women's matches, I watched Serena, and that was good. There's a lot of people, like, 
there's a lot of names here. There is so many. There's Burton's, Contevet, Spelina, Stevens, Mertens, Garcia, Sablinka, Keys, Kerber, Tsurinko, Makarova, Barty, Halep, Tomlanovic. So it's it's a pack lineup and it's gonna be so tough. And also Jelena Ostapenko, I'm not sure what's happening. I'm not her greatest fan. But it's just a, I'm a bit suspect on what's happening over there. She lost to Cornet three sets. One of them was a bagel and the other one was a baguette. So just very interesting to see what's going on there for her, but hopefully she can pull it together for this Grand Slam. So, yeah. She kind of reminds me of a mini Sybil Kova in some ways because her the Instagrams are very similar but very different at the same time. But, yeah, very strange. Anyway, moving on to the Labour Cup, which is I'm really excited for and I hope this year I can watch it because it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I'm not sure when it actually begins like I it's happening in Chicago so I'm not sure is it next week the week before so or after the US Open I'm not sure but oh um I've opened up the page and it is the 21st to the 23rd of September and the US Open is I think literally 27th like end of August to like early September so that's very interesting. One thing I did, we have Team Europe and Team World are pretty much there, which is fairly interesting to see. So I will just give you guys a rundown if you guys have no idea who's in what team. So in Team Europe, we have Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, Sasha Zverev, Grigor Dimitrov, and David Goffin. And they're missing one player who I think, in my opinion, should be Stefanos. Stefanos Tsitsipas. Just because I think that would be great for him and he's just played amazingly. But I don't know if he'll get along with these people because it's very much like camaraderie. You have to all get along and last year's team was absolutely amazing. So they all got along. But I'm not sure about this one. So whoever they put in as the last person definitely will be weird and then team team world as I am looking for a team world from memory I think it's oh here we go here we go here we go oh will they give me a full photo okay so so far we have Kevin Anderson John Isner Diego Schwartzman I think there's Del Potro and Nick Kyrgios as well. Yeah, so the full lineup is Juan Martin Del Potro, Kevin Anderson, John Isner, Diego Schwartzman, and Nick Kyrgios. And this is Team World. And I think a great addition to Team World would be, as in the last person, who is still to be announced. And I think they need a next Jenner. That's the thing that they both both teams are missing, the very young guy. So for Team Europe, I would say Stefanos. Stefanos would be a good addition. And then Team World, 
I reckon Francis TFO because Denis Shapovalov did it last year. Or um hmm, um I'm thinking Alex Demonor or Michael Moe, just someone really young, like some one of the very like the younger next gen guys, but who sorta of has a come up but sorta of fits in with those guys and I think either Dennis or Francis could really work well in team world and then steam team europe is hard because i can't think of all the european young guns because it's like steph um mio um andre rublev oh yeah um oh no actually for team world i would love to see hyung chung yeah the korean yeah i would love to see him in there because they don't have an asian guy or even nishikori would be great but I feel like then a younger one, Hyung Chung, would be amazing to see that. But Team Team Europe is very difficult. The only option they have to go with is Stephanos, and I don't know if Stephanos will play. So that's very that's very different. I think it would be a great thing for him, but I don't know if it's something he'd want to do. Stephanos doesn't really feel... No, no, he doesn't give me all that time. I'm trying to think of other... Hmm, who are the other young boys in, that are European? That's very difficult. Comment, let me guys know what you who you guys would put as the last person in both of the teams. I'd really want to know, because I find that interesting, because I'm surprised that there's not, there's not next-gen, because, like, Team World, I guess Nick is sort of next-gen, middle-gen, kind of, and then Sasha for Team Europe, but they don't have that, like, a proper the proper youngster so that's really i find that really strange that's it's really weird maybe that's what they're looking for maybe they're trying to figure out who or like offer it to who it is but i'm just i am very excited to see how that works out because i'm definitely keen to watch it definitely so excited definitely will be something you guys should definitely watch it is september 21st to 23rd 2018 United Center or something center in Chicago so if you're in America definitely check it out it would be amazing to go to that but yeah that's this week's rundown I feel like I've talked about so much but there's like so much has happened in the past two weeks it's honestly been crazy and like we've only got a couple more like one I think a couple more weeks till the US Open so it's even going to get crazier for that so I'm excited for the US Open to start. Definitely will be doing a draw reaction for the men's and the women's tournament before that happens. So look out for that very soon. But otherwise, hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope the tea was great. And I'll see you on the next one.